Messy Mon- Messy Mondays. Your girl show me. So I went I went to the shop that my mm-hmm. lady recommended. Um, it's over here in um, a new gentrification area, which is Little <laughs> Haiti. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I went to that new little space that that was in Little Haiti. It's like a yes. cute like little restaurants and stuff. Super cute. And then yes. it was got Mad Hood at the same time. I was like, I love this. <laughs> as long as yeah. everyone gets to share in it, it's yeah. fantastic. But it's it's happening. Like you see the facelift, like you see the process, you see it really taking place. So I went to the little place there and it was really awesome. Um I and the one that you recommended to me. Um I learned a lot of stuff about the crystals and the energy and the, um uh, you know I didn't know you know that that uh, those stones that you get when you like go on a cruise or like on a Caribbean vacation and it's like the colorful beautiful stones that it looks like a a, a rock from the ocean mm-hmm. and it's like beautiful crystals mm-hmm. I didn't realize that that was part of this yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've always thought that that was beautiful because it's like it comes from the earth and you get such beautiful pieces of like, I don't know how to say, furniture decor from the ocean. It's really yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I learned about that and um, I learned uh, about how when you are attracted to a certain stone, just allow it to build a connection. Yep. And, and that sometimes you might feel a little too much and, you know, that that stone may not be for you. So, I don't know. It was interesting. I liked it. Um, they invited me to come to one of their yoga classes one day. I might go. You know, you know those places that have like yoga once a week and like mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. So I might do that. I don't know. I, I actually was very pleased with my experience. I'm happy to hear that. When I woke up that morning and I saw your message, I was like, ooh, sure. <laughs> I'd love to explain. I'd love to dive deep. Um, <laughs> it's. It's greatly enlightening, and I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it and liked it. And did you get your sage or what you needed? I did get my sage, um, and I uh, I did the sage today. Um, it was nice. I, it was very uh, calming. Um, I don't know how to explain it. It kind of feels as if um, you know, part of it is mental, and it's like you put yourself in this space that you feel positive and you want to channel positive energy, and like so, you mentally have to get there. But regardless, like, I don't know, it's a combination of the smell and the process. I don't know. It just, it's very therapeutic. I can definitely say that. It is. Especially when you, like, have just cleaned your apartment top to bottom and everything kind of feels new. And then that right. smell of sage, like, that feel of the all that, just kind of moving. And even just putting essence on, um, incense yeah. on makes it a difference also. So it has, like, that little feel to it so it's a really good experience and really clean and there is a new moon today which is just kind of like a starting because we were in mercury retrograde which is where like shit is just upside down okay things will just feel really out of place okay or like sometimes like for me sometimes like none of my technology works like everything will just be fucking broken and you just be like what the hell is happening wow okay and that's like, you'll be like, I'm in Mercury retrograde. Remember when my car was breaking down? Yeah. The phone wasn't working. The laptop don't work. All that was happening at once. We were in Mercury retrograde and I was feeling that shit. You feel it hard. Wow. You feel it hard. So we're in a new moon and we're transitioning into that. And that's tonight. So 
Wow, I guess I picked the right day to do all of this. You and did? Yeah, it was nice. And this morning I started my morning off by going to the beach. And like, you know, I was in the ocean. And that was like such a therapeutic way to start the day. Yes. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm definitely going to keep doing that. And since now I live so much closer to the ocean, mm-hmm. like, it's like, there's no excuse. You feel me? Like, I can totally make this happen. And it's something that I truly enjoy. So, you know, I, I decided I'm going to start incorporating that like in my every other week maybe taking a Sunday to kind of just vibe out at the beach and relax yeah you know yeah Sundays are like the best days for it it's like you a real good reset button before that Monday starts when you're getting into work yeah when the shit's got to hit you hard when you get into work and you know I got a little sun and I feel like my skin has a little bit of enrichment right now so it feels good you know and you soaked up more energy yeah so if you did get any crystals put those out in the sun as well to soak up different energy to recharge and those kind of things wow okay interesting and i i don't know i you you, we may have recruited a new person that's gonna be (laughs) kind of one foot in and one foot out you know it's like it's just it's all within yourself being and what you're really into like i have friends who are super deep like i text them now like there's a new moon what do i need to do what you want me to do or like what should i do yeah and there's some who are just like on their own wave and things like that so i'm glad you enjoyed it it was very cool more to come guys more to come Awesome. We're getting into episode 32. Well, this is episode a great start. Episode number 32. This is a fantastic start. Yes, it is. I'm loving this. Um, last week, we covered a lot. We did. We had a fantastic kind of conversation with Ad- Adriana. Yes, Adriana, yes. Adriana out of San Diego. And our topic was AJ nothing but a number. Yes, and it was such an interesting topic. And you know what was the best part? Like, I got so much real positive feedback from the listeners. They were like, wow, I really enjoyed this episode. This was, like, super motivating. Like, um, it was, it touched them. I think that a lot of women, seriously, Marley, I can't believe it, were dealing with a struggle of not understanding if they were the only ones dealing with that level of insecurity about dating somebody younger. Like, it's, like, a really common thing right now. Yeah. <laughs> It is. I actually have a comment from someone. I had a, I got a text message and like I listened to your podcast and I was like, "All right." And it was like a long message. I did not expect this message, okay? Okay. But, and I won't give them their name. She goes, "Um, I don't think I can date I don't, I don't think I give these younger guys a chance. Your guest person on the show dated a younger guy when the times were very different. 19 to 24 year olds have the highest STD rate, so I could I would be nervous all the time because they're probably the least faithful. On the other hand, I've been dealing with the fuck boy for two years now on and off who's nine years older and has never been in a relationship. And this thinks it's okay and thinks it's okay that his availability to see me is between 10 p.m. and 4 a.m. Oh my he has God. no idea <laughs> how to have a real relationship. So at the end of the day, it's about experience. I mean, there was a lot to unravel <laughs> there. There's a, first of all, let's not make the mistake to believe that just because a person is older and clearly has commitment issues, they can't have an STD as well. Like, you know what mm. I'm saying? Like, we can't just sit here and be like, only the 19 to the 24-year-olds are over here walking around fucking infested. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this older dude could have really bad habits and probably doesn't wear condoms. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's people that are living their lives like that. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. That's true. 
It's, I mean, it's a valid point on both ends. And it is, at the end of the day, experience. It's about the person. It's their experience, what they've gone through, what they happened. Like, But why does the STD thing even have to matter? Like, maybe your, your friend doesn't use protection because at the end of the day, in the beginning, you shouldn't be having unprotected sex anyway. So it's like by the time you guys get close, and I'm not even doing this like a PSA. I'm doing this like I feel like we're all adults now and we should take this type of shit seriously. Like in the beginning, don't have unprotected sex with people. Like it's really that simple. And then you have to build trust and then you should be responsible enough to check yourself out. Expect your significant other to do it as well before you decide to just go in there. Go in there. Go all round on and have fun. I'm saying yeah. we're adults now. You know what I but mean? But there, like, there is a t- statistic that nowadays most adults are not using protection. The people are just going for it. Right. Right. People are just go like they're not using. And so we do need to be careful regardless if they're older or younger. You just never know anyone's habits. So I really don't think that she needs to hesitate to date the younger guy because if it's about that, then you need to be responsible and wear condoms. Honey. Yes. <laughs> okay. Please. Please protect yourself. And protect your magic. <laughs> and on that, and speaking of magic, there was magic last night, Saturday night, which was Sunday morning for y'all in the East Coast. But this is the one, the absolute one positive of living on the West Coast. is Coachella happens here, and that shit was streaming live, and I could just be in my bed at 11 o'clock at night. Wow, so awesome. <laughs> How awesome is that? My God. As opposed to, like, the East Coast having to set their alarms for 2 o'clock in the morning to get up and watch Beyonce, so, which I a mean, lot of my friends did, which was what, awesome. What happens with the, like, with the YouTube thing about Coachella? Is it there that people can still watch it, or you can only watch it live? <laughs> you know what? I have not gone back. Okay, okay. I have not gone back. It might still live there. It might be there. But I think the live experience of it all was, like, major. Okay. And people, like, texting me. And I was going back and forth with people text messaging. Oh, how awesome. And going on Twitter. And people are just having reactions and, like, legit dying. I had a friend who actually works um, kind of like a hand stage kind of person. So okay. he already was trying to spill the beans on Facebook what was happening. So I already knew Destiny's Child was happening, but I told him to shut his ass up before he gets sued by Beyonce <laughs> and people. <laughs> so uh, he was trying to share. He just kept repeating, it's epic, it's epic. I didn't know it's going to be two hours long. Wow. Two hours of pure goddess. <laughs> and it was, I didn't go to, like, I think it ended for me at two something in the morning, which meant it was four something in the morning on the East Coast for or whatever, five for everybody over there in the East Coast who's watching. Yeah. So I went to bed super hyped up. I didn't go to fall, fall asleep to like 3, 4 in the morning because I was hyped. <laughs> so that's the energy she was giving through the TV, through YouTube. So shout yes. out to YouTube also for not flinching. That shit was fire. Did not flinch. Damn. that Shout out to you. You know what? That they prepared for that. You feel me? Like that's what that translates to. Like they were ready for the influx of people that were going to be watching something live. There was over 400,000 people on that YouTube page. Wow. At the same time. That's powerful, y'all. Those are numbers, guys. That's powerful. Like, when you really think about, like, where we are right now in, in contact and in the ability to experience at, like, moments of time, like, we are really in a very advanced space. Yes. Like, we are. Let's we just, are. We're very we have far. to say that. We yeah. are. And, and there's moments where I realize that and I stop. Yeah. Because I'm like, 
this is very, you can get very sucked in, you can get very deep, you can get very, you know, lost in a lot of these things when it comes to social media and it comes to internet and it comes to things you participate in and so you try to pull back a little bit, but yeah. you can get, it, it was amazing last night and being with everyone in one space, like you felt those people and her through the internet. So that's one of the times the internet is a plus in our lives. Nice. Very nice. I love <laughs> it. Shout out to, to Queen B for always giving us a great show. I saw that you posted it on the uh, IG. For those of you who follow us on IG, make sure to check that post out. She really gave us a, a, a real life experience of the, the Beyonce performance, guys. That's at Messy Mondays Podcast on Instagram. So please check that out. Our gracious host, Miss Marley Mara, did that for you guys. So <laughs> she was Millie rocking, and I was like, yeah. there's no denying that. There's no denying. There's no denying a, a hard ass 30 Millie rock that she did. Okay. Yes, that's awesome. She, she's awesome. You know what's funny? I mean, I am going to talk about the networking event, that She Means Business, that I did um, on April the 12th at the WeWorks building in downtown in the securities building. Yeah, that was a major plug. I just had to put yes, that out there. Major plug. I love it. <laughs> but aside from that, um, I want to mention, I was part of the coordination of this event. It was me and a team of two other young ladies that really put a lot of effort into it. So shout out to you girls if you guys are listening. Vanessa and Jen, you know, we put a lot of work into it. So girl power, teamwork, all that. So um, <laughs> Nice. Yeah, um, there was a slideshow playing in the background, and that was playing while the panelists were actually speaking and giving their responses and having like a intimate conversation with us, which is the environment we wanted to create. And in the slideshow, there was like quotes and like female inspiration stats about women in the workforce, like a, a random little things for to stimulate the eye. And um, one of the slides was just of Beyonce wearing like her captain's hat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know she looks fierce, and her eyes are like done up with really heavy dark makeup. So you know Beyonce. You know what I mean? Like she's fucking. She looks like a superwoman in this picture. So when we put the picture, that gave such an inspiration. Like people in the crowd were like, "Yes!" Like it was just <laughs> such an amazing reaction. Mind you, we were talking about like cryptocurrencies and like blockchain. Like it is like. We put Beyonce up there, and this crowd, obviously, is such a versatile crowd. It's like, they're like, yes, everybody was just, like, inspired by her, and I think that's dope. So that was my Beyonce moment. Um, so I thought it was a perfect segue as well. because That's it, awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. But um, just to give you guys a little bit of a brief background about the people that we had as panelists, I thought it was cool, and I would love to maybe even have them on the show one day, Mark, because it was mm-hmm. really interesting people. Like, uh, I had this uh, one lady, her name was Jessica Bergman. Um, she was a software portfolio advisor for Software One US. Um, I thought she was really dope because I just want to share women's um, accomplishments whenever I can, so that we can inspire one another. That's part mm-hmm. of my 2008 goal. Um, is to that's my 2018. contribution. I mean, 2018. 2018. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's my contribution to um, to trying to help the movement. Right. Let's just mm-hmm. try to self empower. Whatever. So she grew a company from 125 million profit um, to about an $8 billion profit in the South Florida market. Like, I feel like, wow. You feel me? Like, these are, like, powerful women. That's ginormous. Ginormous. And then they have this other woman. Her name was um, Bianca Diosdado. Um, She was really amazing. Um, She's Latina. She's Mexican from Texas, but moved to... South Florida years ago so you know she's like everybody else like you Mm -hmm. know we're all transplants 
So she's actually the CEO of Octagon Talent Solution and Query Blockchain Consulting Services. Nice. And she basically, in six years, went from technical recruiter at Octagon Technology um, to director of IT to then becoming the CEO. And she explained how she pretty much b- developed this relationship with her supervisor. She helped expand the business into three different locations just through her initiative and her power and then eventually she bought out her boss like <laughs> that's amazing like she's that's adulting. awesome that was really cool and there was another girl her name was um michelle bertrand this chick is like perfect when i say perfect like you know when you look at someone and they work out and it's like wow your body's perfect because mm-hmm. you're not like masculine but like you could tell like she's really toned up Mm-hmm. And, like, she has a nice Latina shape because she's also Latina. So it's, like, I mean, I guess for us, women like us, like, we feel like that is, to me, it's, like, wow, this chick is perfect. You feel me? Like, very, very pretty girl, super in shape, but, like, badass. And, like, she went to school for, like, broadcast journalism, and she graduated um, from here, from UM. And then she decided, like, that's not really her passion, and she opened up her own, like, boot camp gym and it's called Fierce Fit Miami in the warehouse down here for like she's had it open for about two years and it's like a super successful gym out here man like it's so dope so it's like awesome I share this with us and our crowd and our listeners because Mm -hmm. I want to inspire I think it was cool obviously we we all can go to each other's events but since I did something that I felt was very enriching to our community I feel like we should support one another and highlight when people do amazing shit that are women. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Tell us when the next one is so we can make sure to post it on Messy Mondays and you guys can yeah. definitely, those of you who are in the Miami area or in the South Florida area in general who can travel and go check out the next upcoming uh, opportunities and discussions because those are those are really good people to have in there. And oh my God, me yeah. as a person who works in the blockchain industry and cryptocurrency and a part of all that that's happening in that yeah. finance world um, or in that fiat kind of world of things. It's pretty awesome and intriguing and exciting and risky. And it's the but future. Fun. It's the it future. Is. It is. Yeah. It is. Definitely. And it's like, you know, not to get too heavy into that because I think that we should probably plan out an entire episode about this. Um, it's, it's amazing, guys, that we're part of the point in history when currency is going to change. Like yeah. this is this is a big deal. So it's yeah. like we're part of this process right now in history when currency is going to become something else. But we'll talk about that another time. Um, also, uh, very big shout out to Fast Capital Financing. You can follow them at Fast Capital, spelled that same exact way. Fast Capital on IG. Um, th- this is an alternative funding company for small businesses. So if you're seeking to get a loan for your business, you can contact me directly at any time. I know you guys have my following. You can hit me up on Messy Mondays or at Show Me underscore ENT or at Fast Capital. Because if you're a small business owner and you're looking for alternative lending, make sure to look into this option. Um, I say that because that was one of the reasons why we had the event is because we want to teach business women how to be successful in business. And part of the reason why there's not as many women in business is because there's a lack of education on how to be a business mm-hmm. woman. So we have to give each other these tools and you'd be surprised. I work in this industry on my professional side outside of Messy Mondays and 
70 to 80% of the people that are our clients are all males. And I feel like those numbers are alarming. And that just demonstrates that women don't understand all of their options. So that was, I'm done with that now. Okay, she means business. Okay, so we could, we could definitely hop on that at another time. But we definitely still want to keep everybody in the loop. Check out episode 31 of last week. If you didn't hear it, AJ and I by the number. Thank you for Adriana for being a guest. Shout out to San Diego, Southern California. You guys have been supporting us in a big, really heavy way. And we really appreciate it. And we want to take over the entire state of California, not only <laughs> Southern California. So, Kylie, we out here. You feel me? So, here you go. Now, let's talk about, speaking of, since we're talking about tech and stuff, I think it's a perfect segue to talking about how you have to push through adversity and how Mark Zuckerberg basically had to push through. <laughs> like, push through. He Man. did. Man. That's, there, there's a lot of layers to the reason why he's there and the reason why, you know, he had to fight for his platform as well as his wrongdoings and explain yeah. the wrongdoings. Because he did, he know he's aware of his wrongdoings. We are aware. And I have a lot of opinions on a lot of pieces. But, what he had to go through in front of there of 75-year-old people. For five hours. For five hours. Teaching the people who should know more. The people who have our lives or our in direction. Their yeah. In our their hands. The people who have been voted to be put in these places of power. Have no idea, no clue. And then their interns who are supposed to educate them. I just want to make this clear because I have cousins and people who are in government. So the people outside of them are supposed to educate these old ass people, but sometimes they choose not to listen. I just want to, so they went up there embarrassing themselves because the person you brought in to press, to, to have a, to put on trial, had to fucking teach you everything you needed to know because you sounded like idiots asking questions. I don't know Ugh. if they sounded like idiots. I just feel like they sounded more so like, it made, to me, it made me feel like this trial may not even make sense because if these are the people that are the accusers. They might be accusing because they don't understand. You feel what I'm yes. saying? Like, that's what I really started taking it like. I'm like, when I was, because we were listening to the whole thing in the background when we were at work. Like, I wasn't going to sit down and watch the whole thing. But, you know, if it's background was, yeah. noise, you know. Like, that's what I had it added yeah. in the background at work. Yeah. So, like, hearing the background noise, and sometimes I will hear these questions, just the same question asked six different ways. I'm like, this person just clearly doesn't understand. Because it's like, well, this these questions are so obvious. Like, yes, the internet has algorithms that gives you promotions based on what you're... Like, that's the internet. Isn't that the internet? That's not Facebook. <laughs> but that's not... It's... it's it's uh, Yes, it's the internet. Or, like, how do you make... How do you have a free platform and make money? It was like, what? Yeah. Like... There was just these questions that, uh, it, yes, exactly. They didn't understand what they were asking. And then that's what I thought found it five hours of a waste of time almost. Because the reason what we were there for was about data breach, was about our information, right? Yeah. Was about how this company, um, which is not coming to the top of my head right now, the British company, had access to this to data who was given permission for something, but used it in a negative way. So, yes, he provided this information. He gave the okay. The company flipped and turned into something bad and did something bad with it. So, there's like a double stand. There's a right. double play on here. But then he should have been more cautious. This, that, but this is not the people, first time we've been breached somehow, though. Like, this is like, I feel like, why are we acting like this is the first time that something like this has happened? I'm not saying it's because, okay. But no, 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 of course. 
there's a difference between being breached by hackers and being breached by people who have access, who uh, create their own access to something. Yeah. And then there's the being breached by permission. Yeah. There so you this go. was permission. And the company, though, uh, something, Cambridge Analytica, was initially just an advertising company, blah, 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 regular access, but were provided some form of access that's different from usual, but they flipped in turn and became bad people and started feeding us bad things. Um, and started feeding us fake news and memes. And I mean, and then so, the whole controversy with the Russians <sighs> supposedly doing cyber, you know, basic terrorism by being able to hack into our Facebook. Like, it became this whole other thing. Well, yeah. And then there's an actual thing, and I'll post about um, this. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and so one of the podcasts I listen to is Radiolab. And Radiolab had a piece or documentary on... Um, what's it called? Bots. So in Russia, they have a whole warehouse full of people who are bots. Wow. That's a lot of contacts per person. So wow. <laughs> it just imagine like literal trolls yeah. all day. Just a shit ton of trolls and people who just make things all day. I mean, so, does anyone out there watch Homeland? Do you watch Homeland? No, I don't. This season specifically, it's the storyline is based off of that exactly what you're talking about, about the Russian bots. Like, it, it's about that. So, for those yeah. of you watching Homeland and don't pay attention to, like, the news, like, that's a good example of what Marley's talking about. And one of the other things, too, is that people just need to learn accountability. You have to learn, like, my Facebook, everyone's Facebook or anyone's Facebook who has been a part of any data breach or any of this issue with data will receive a notification at the top of their Facebook. Yeah. And I got, I got one. one. Yeah. Because somebody and the people that I follow downloaded the, a particular game or did a little quiz. And that's how these things happen. When you do these stupid little quizzes <laughs> about how many babies you're going to have in like six years, or if you having a girl or a boy, like all them foolishness and yeah. all these websites that look like shit. Like if the website looks like shit, just don't do it. That's good advice. But, once you get there and you already start, sometimes you can already be grabbed information just from being there. But once you start putting information in, you're kind of, you're, you screwed yourself. So people need to take a little bit more accountability in reading certain things. And so I suggest reading the entire post before clicking on it, which is looking at the descriptions, looking at what the link looks like, um, being a little bit more cautious about what you're actually going to click on. Sometimes you can tell by the photos or by photoshops, like be a little bit more smart, be a little bit technically smart, um, savvy, technical savvy, like learn some, learn a little bit. Um, you can read links and see how the links read a little bit funny. If there's yeah. words in there that literally say spam in the link, don't click it. Um, look for things that are valuable source. Like, you know Huffington Post is a valuable source. You know, you know Fox News, certain Fox News sites, if that's what the direction you read, are valuable sources. You know what I mean? The Hill, Washington Post. Like, there's these specific things that should be of source. So I think we need to take accountability on a lot of things. Absolutely. And especially now that, um, for those of you who are not aware, the most susceptible people to... Um, identity theft and our information being compromised are millennials. Uh, the yeah. highest rate of people who experience any type of 
identity theft is this age bracket. And it's because of the simple fact that we're too willy-nilly to just click away and insert information and put our card numbers and give our socials out. Like, it's, it's as if people don't believe that there's a consequence to it anymore. Like, it's just like people just go nuts yeah. online and just put all kinds of personal information out there. And that's why I say you can't blame Mark Zuckerberg on everything. If you blame Mark Zuckerberg on one thing, it's about being in a monopoly. Like that oh is my a God, whole yes. separate I level. would love to say a few things about the Monopoly. So, Monopoly. so, you know, I went to Whole Foods today and I was like, holy shit, I forgot this place is Amazon. Like, you have, like, you got to be more cautious, like, about Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg. There's a whole line of people and the monopolies that they create. So, but that's why should, one factor. Why should we, okay, why should we not think that the reason they're going so hard at Mark Zuckerberg right now is they're trying to avoid his power? <laughs> Because that's the, like right now, legit, this is Mark Zuckerberg's worth. As of March 25th of 2018, so this is pretty recent, it says that he's worth $62.2 billion. It went up since the trial. Yes, it did. The stock went <laughs> the stock, up. The stock it went did up, up since Right. Then. So he has more money, but on record at that time, we knew yeah. that he had $62 billion. So the point is that this guy is like, what on the Forbes list? Like, I'm, we have to look that up. He's very high on the Forbes list. He is under Oprah, though. <laughs> he is honestly one of the hundred most wealthiest people. So it's like I think that the government, in a way, wants to kind of control his power, and I think that that's why they're going hard. I really think that's the true reason behind them trying to take down this huge monster that Facebook is. And that's why they're probably trying to take down Jeff Bezos also. When it comes, absolutely, Jeff Bezos has now. And you have to make, everyone has to be, you have to be aware of what these billionaires own, right? So, like I said, I walk into Whole Foods, I forgot it's Amazon at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) And then when you're in Whole Foods, you see the Washington Post, um, the Washington, is the Washington Post or the Washington Journal? One of the two. In the Whole Foods at the same time. Why? Because they own that as well. So, like, little things like that. You just have to be cognizant of what you're doing. Um, and what you're supporting sometimes or what you're around. But I do think it, it could be a possibility of them trying to control it. But I do think at the same time, the trial, some of those hours were just wasted hours because these people who, again, we have put into power, whomever we may have voted for, whatever their time there, are not well-versed in this. So you're not really right. protecting us because you're not asking the right questions. But in a way, they are protecting us. I'm going to play the devil's advocate because this is the platform that more than 2 billion people use every month. That level of access and contact can be very dangerous if in the wrong hands. So I can understand how for world order and peace, it may not be the most comfortable feeling mm-hmm. that there is something that exists that's not controlled by any government is controlled by literally you know a group of shareholders but that he actually owns the majority of this so Mm -hmm. he really owns basically he controls this he controls millions and billions of people all over the planet so it's like i can understand how they now see the magnitude of what this has become especially because the acts of terror that have occurred through facebook postings and fake news and all of that you know trying to push a social agenda and brainwash us these are all really negative things that can happen to a mass number of people so i can understand how these numbers are fucking scary and it's like that the government is like we gotta control this shit somehow before this gets out of control 
Like, look yeah. what happened. So it's now America's responsibility to make sure that they don't allow this to take over the world because he's an American CEO that created something that is the strongest social media platform ever. Like, ever. So it's like, I, I really think that there's, a, there's another purpose to all of this scrutiny. And I think the major thing is that this is too big. I think it's just too big. Yeah. And it's going to suck if they really try to get control over it. But Instagram is things- that. <laughs> I'm telling but you. But again, content, the things that are placed and put, we have to take our own accountability on what we click on, what we read, what we think is true and not, and not using a little bit more common sense when it comes to things. Like, oh, I remember one time someone started posting some news saying that a Chinese restaurant in Coral Springs was like shut down because they were serving dog and like six people on my timeline kept posting and how disgusting and they're like going off and crazy and I took five seconds and I said wait a minute on the Broward.org website you can see the licensing for every single restaurant and you can see all the ratings for every single restaurant so what did I do I googled the fucking restaurant on the on the on the county thing and guess what's not there it's not a real restaurant no way the whole time so me trying to be a little troll because i just hate and i don't like to be a know-it-all in things like i don't want to be that person there goes my little detective (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to be this person but then i just went down everybody who posted it and i said here's the link to find restaurants and how to search right and like and just provided, and then people had to delete everything they posted. And I was like, that's where accountability takes in place. That's yeah. where you just stop and take a moment and just be like, is this for real? Because you know why also? Because they didn't see it on the news. Because right. they didn't see it on any other real news organization anywhere else. Because not just one news organization, not just a blog is going to take it. Multiple blogs or multiple sources would take this. And the county would have announced something like that. We just got to be smart. That's, no. a, that's true. That's a good example of, of how a rumor becomes facts. Or attempts to be facts. Yeah, real facts. Right, but it's, then it becomes facts. It becomes the facts of the people. Because nowadays what matters is what the facts of what the people believe versus what really the facts are. And I know that that's very sad to say out loud, but that's the truth. Like if we all start saying that, you know, um, it was raining for 41 days for the month of April, and we say that for the rest of the time and for the next 10 years, whether or not that's true, it's going to go down that that's what happened in the month of... You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. It's just like people can say something enough times for it to become what it is. That's the society we live in right now. Like my friend Charlemagne says, I love Charlemagne the God, he says the lie is more entertaining than the truth. Yes, correct. So... But shout-outs to Mark Zuckerberg and standing up for us millennials out there or trying to explain. And even though <laughs> you're creating a monopoly, I'm not going to lie to you. As a as a natural-born entrepreneur and money-hungry individual, I must admit that I really admire what you've been able to accomplish, sir. Yeah. But do you it's think he, he never started that way, though? What's a, what I think I enjoy more is that he never created this to be that. He's just Yeah, I don't think he ever anticipated this to be this. Of course. And he never anticipated to be the bajillionaire that he is, right? right? He was just like, I need to make friends. 
And, <laughs> and I'm mad at this bitch. <laughs> yeah, and I'm mad at this bitch. And that's why he looked so socially awkward also yeah. when he was speaking. Because then you have to put yourself in your like, this guy has no social... He created this because he can't communicate with people. But most, like, most millionaires and billionaires are not the most social butterflies. Everyone's not Iron Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not... <laughs> Oprah is. Right, but she's one in them. That's Oprah Winfrey. Like, she's like, who's gonna... That, that happens like every fucking 50 years. Someone like that is created. You know what I mean? That's not every yeah. day. So it's yeah. like... Um, I, I, it's, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that most people that are really wealthy are kind of awkward or nerdy. In some way. You know yeah, what I'm saying? They because they have the ability social. to, to focus on the job and not, you know, take shots every weekend and chill. You know, it's different. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, but back to trash. Okay. We talked about, you know, money and Zuckerberg and Facebook and, the, the true things that motivate us, basically. <laughs> um, listening to billionaires get out of court cases is really the, the true joy of, <laughs> of that type of thing. Now, we do want to talk about something else, which is putting up a strong face when going through a difficult time. And can we please acknowledge that Khloe Kardashian is having to put up a strong face right now? Khloe, I don't know what it is. Why, why, why her all the time? Why her, yo? <laughs> Like, she'd be going through it. And this, I mean, she does put up a strong face. This family, in essence, you have to admit, and you got to give it to them. They put up some real strong faces. Like, the Kennedy family is is known for having jinx and curses. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The way people died, the way people kind of fell through, or, like, issues that happened within that family. That's what happens there. The Kardashians put themselves on a public forum purposely but things just go awry and go bad and just go completely sideways all the time and they'll just keep moving forward like nothing's happening but isn't that life for everybody or is it just that they're being punished because they have too much because sometimes i ask myself right like isn't everyone's life kind of fucking twisted yeah, yeah, yeah. If you put, if you change the dynamic of it and put yourself in there in her feet, like yeah. that could happen to you. Like it happens to anybody, right? Like, like who doesn't know a group of sisters that are attractive? Because it happens. There's families that have a bunch of sisters. Like, damn, these girls are all pretty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then like two of them have mad babies, and then like one of them is like crazy. Or like, like each one of them has their own different shit happening. Like, wow, yeah. your sister be having some shit happening. Like, what is happening? Yeah. Like that happens. Yeah. And but like things like this, like your man cheating on you, and like a person being pregnant and the man cheating, that happens to anybody. Way too much. The only difference is paparazzis and if you saw that video that paparazzi would seem to be an investigator because the way the camera was clicking <laughs> was a whole right. different level but the only difference is you have people following you but you know what it is right now too that they can't i don't know if this was the kardashian agenda to kind of keep it surface when she decides to forgive him so they don't want to put it out there but like even when i was reading all the like tabloid bullshit like it's not concrete stuff it's like he was too close to a girl or like he you know you like, didn't see the other video the tmz in the nightclub the hookah bar one wait oh when well, he was kissing the girl and then the other girl was touching him all up on his balls and everything yeah, yeah. yeah that was pretty bad <laughs> but that was october and that's what i don't like is that they whoever had this had this since october 
So maybe they yeah, have, they, may have I been think blackmailed. That they wanted to fucking hurt the situation and get the best bang for their buck because now that she gave birth, this is the best time to come up with this shit because it's like it's taking away the thunder of the joy of another Kardashian baby being born. Yeah, there's somebody out there out out, out there for her. Well, maybe his baby mom, but. Well, now <laughs> that bitch is salty because we all know she was still pregnant when he started fucking with Chloe. So yeah. once a cheater, always a cheater, maybe. Because according to the tabloids and like a few people TVWatch.com, which is a pretty legit source, they're calling him a serial cheater. Like this motherfucker cheats. Like he leaves you at eight months and cheats, or cheats in like the third trimester kind of shit. Like some OD. It's a little crazy. I don't know. I really it's want, a little much. I, like it's to the point that I need a guy that has cheated on his girl while she's pregnant to come on the show anonymously and explain why it is that so many men cheat when women are pregnant. Like I really want someone to be straight up and just say what it is. Be honest. Is it because you gained weight? Is it because the sex is less frequent? Like just are you scared? Me. Yes. What is the real reason? What is the reason? Because by the way, this man is like six feet four. No, like you're he's not, not he's hiding. Taller. He's taller than that. He's tall as shit, and you're not hiding in a club with another girl who's not Chloe. Like this don't make no sense. He's at least <laughs> like, I don't know facts, but he's at least six six. He's a really tall guy. He's a he's tall really ass tall dude. Guy. Like you have to bend down to get through the doors. Yeah. And you think people are not gonna notice you with another woman? He doesn't give I don't a understand. fuck. Yeah, he really truly doesn't care. I mean, he went to the hotel room with the girl. Like it's really bad, and. Nothing a woman can do but put a front face, especially at nine months or about to deliver, which she did. She did. You can't put that stress on you because now you're bringing in a whole nother person into this world. And now you're going to bring in a whole, like, and she's been, we have all watched her journey of trying to get pregnant. Yeah. With Lamar Odom, of all people. Yeah. You saw that meme? Okay. Um, when no. You, when your ex gets cheated on by her new dude, some shit like that. Oh, And, and like, it's Lamar Odom smiling. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, that's another one. A brothel full of women and you're drugged and overdosed. Like. Yikes. I mean, that is not my storyline, but that she got a storyline. <laughs> like, you would think that sometimes people's bottoms are those type of moments, but everybody's bottom is really not different. timed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very mm-hmm. different. I mean, but shout out to, well, I mean, speaking of Beyonce, Beyonce put a strong face and just be still out here. And the rumors of cheating were for a while before they they actually addressed them. If you really think about it, the rumor of cheating of Jay-Z being with another woman was before the elevator incident. Yeah, and it was was also like people putting out songs on YouTube like, I fucked your man. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was stuff going on. Some real shit happening before the elevator. The elevator incident sealed the deal that shit went down. Yeah. And we would have never known about that if someone wasn't on the other side watching that video t- tape. But look at Kevin Hart's wife. We all saw Kevin Hart cheat. Unless, by the way, we all forgot. Like, it's just like that shit vanished. And he was cheating, cheating, cheating. Like, he was for real, for and real. And they caught him having sexual intercourse with someone else on tape. And, like, she was very pregnant and about to give birth. And it's like she had to push through and just put up a front and, like, put up pictures of her happy family. God knows what kind of difficult time she was probably going through. She did that for yeah. her marriage. You feel me? Yep. She she kept the persona up for her marriage. Exactly. So I think it's a strong face for us women outside of the limelight is getting through to like our families and friends. Like I don't like embarrassment. Yeah. And those are one of those things like 
like I get I'm, I'm a person who gets embarrassed for people who are being embarrassed like you ever watch like a like a bad singing TV or <laughs> contest yeah. and you'll be like cringy you hate to I can't, see the train wreck I can't watch that and so in real life aspects when things like that are happening I hate to be a part of that I'd hate to be you know caught up in something like that so I can only imagine what real life like you know just outside of the limelight is like but in the limelight is a whole other level of it yeah for sure. And it really, really hurts. That's the so, that's the con of being famous. Yeah. 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 For sure. But shout outs to her. And uh, hopefully she had a easy, smooth delivery. And hopefully he's not a dick the whole time. <laughs> like If this is true or not, um, it's really going to be the determining factor, in my opinion, how I feel towards this. Because at the end of the day, I know everybody wants Chloe to be happy. And like we want this to work for her. But it's like, damn, bro. She's at the end of the day, she's a really beautiful woman that has a lot of money and that is nuts about you. Be more respectful. Like it's like, come on. Like it's not even about like that she's pregnant or not. It's just like you know, like you understand that your actions are gonna be amplified, magnified, and taken to another level because of the person you chose to be in a relationship with. Yep. Your career is probably doing better and you're selling more game seats because you're dating someone that famous. And off of that alone that you're making more money, you're probably getting more endorsement deals or franchising deals because of the fact that you're associated with a Kardashian and you don't have enough respect to at least be discreet. You feel me? It's like, it's not about the cheating. It's like, you don't respect me enough to not put me through this really embarrassing shit on a really public way. Like, I feel like as a human, as a person, it has nothing to do with being a man or a woman. Respect me more than embarrassing me like that. Like, they, Jesus Christ. They booed him at the next game. That's what they do when you fuck up on these girls. <laughs> Can you what they do. But, yo, let that shit, like, real life, what would a regular woman have happened to a man if that happened? Like, see, he gets embarrassed on the court, right? Like, his place of work. Yeah. In real life. <laughs> That'd be amazing if you can like go and get the whole office to boo your fucking man when he walks yeah. into the job. <laughs> boo. Ah, <I> cheater. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. a real woman don't have the opportunity to get that. So at least yeah, Chloe got true. that. Yeah. Like, you got embarrassed just as equally possible as she did. <laughs> so that I think is fucking am- amazing. Shout outs to whoever out in Cleveland came out with that shit. Because that was perfection to me. And the comments under his page yeah. are perfect. They call him a scab, a, a scam artist, a savage, a scumbag. No, but have you seen the I hope? No. Like I hope you um I hope when you wake up in the morning, uh your toilet seat is super fucking cold. Like <laughs> like little things like that irritate you. Yeah. Like, you don't mean harm on someone. You just hope like like oh I hope you, you know you wake up and you forget your keys are locked in the yeah. car like just yeah. dumb shit like mm-hmm. the comments are amazing so when your charger breaks and the shit dies <laughs> yes like little <laughs> things like that were under his comments all weekend so shout outs to y'all um, I am gonna post a question on Messy Monday's podcast asking once a cheater always a cheater yeah good question and you guys let us know your thoughts and comment below um, and we can talk about it and your yeah. your responses in the coming week yes now let's talk about women not sharing the crown and just having a segue that and saying the nikki and the cardi drama like that's an example of two queens not being able to share a crown 
because it's like, why is it that Nikki can't be famous and so can Cardi? Like, why is it that it has to be one or the other? I really want to know the answer to the question. I don't know your answer to that. I don't know. Like, why? Like, why can't they both just coexist? There's been plenty of male artists. Like, for example, Kendrick Lamar is huge in music. Huge. Not only hip-hop and rap. Like, he's huge in music. Right? Mm -hmm. So is Drake. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I don't see beef with them or problems with them both being really relevant. Why can't Nicki and Cardi both be relevant? I don't get it. When you compare it to Kendrick and Drake, you're right. Because they're both equally. Well, here's the difference also. And I'll get to in, in a second. But Drake and Kendrick are equally great performers, great deliverers, and provided body of work that's really good. Why I think people have an issue between trying to share or trying to be kind or whatever to one another when it comes to Nikki and Cardi is because Cardi only has one body of work and Nikki has a couple. But I don't think that matters. I think it's just about popularity. Like every boat everybody can be popular. Like we can like they can all just be, you know, main focuses and main forefronts in the music industry. I think when they actually don't get along, like the Meek and Drake situation. Okay. You kind of start choosing a side. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to jump in with the Meek and Drake. Meek and, aside from the fact what Meek is going through right now, there's a different level of compassion towards Meek Mill. So the culture has shifted. Prior to this being a, you know, a sensitive subject because of Meek Mill's you know, legal battles and issues and controversy and everybody having a very strong opinion about that. A lot of people lost their relationship with Meek Mills because of Drake. However, that beef was directed because they directly were saying things to one another on music that was, Mm -hmm. they were throwing shots. There was beef. There was even, even Nikki commented how difficult that process was for her because she loved Drake and she loved her man. But because of the relationship that she had with both, she had to always keep herself out of it as much as possible. And that was very difficult. I do believe that that may have been very difficult for her. So that's a different dynamic versus Cardi and Nikki. I don't think Cardi B is saying that she's anyone. I don't think she's saying that she's Nikki or not. Like, it's like, I don't think she's even comparing herself to anyone. So it's like, I feel like the media created this shit. That's number one. And then number two, I don't think Nikki has handled the media shit properly. Like, what she should have done was just ignore everything because it just made her look bad to even entertain the subject. Honestly, yeah, I and Cardi did it. And like in the most recent Cardi interview, she said, "I don't have a problem with her." Y'all, everyone just keeps making it something. You yeah. know, people commenting, the the media, people wanting to egg people on, whatever, whatever. People just keep pushing it that way. And then she says she genuinely doesn't have an issue. There's no problem. Um, you know, people just trying to make it into something. And I kind of believe that. And I can see how the comments and how the 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 radio and how the, the commentary and all that shit can boil into something mm-hmm. being created because that's putting things in people's ear. Right. And drama drama creates conversation and trending topics and keeps them on the top of Twitter feeds and it keeps them on the top of the Instagram posts and it keeps them on the top of the internet Google searches. So I can understand the, the PR type of subliminal promotion that they're giving us right now. I think, though, Nikki doesn't know how to take criticism very well. 
when it comes to things. Um, and in the most recent interviews, she seems very like I don't know why we brought this back up. <laughs> like in my, yeah. in my head, yeah, yeah. I think like, it was very corny that she said that she was um, upset that that she didn't get the, the accolade, admirational type of thank you from Cardi. Like it's like, all right, I get it, but relax. You feel me? Like okay. But people also said that you didn't do the same for Little Kim. Correct. So, like, what's your? You know what I mean? Like people are saying like you didn't do the same for Kim. Right. Although I don't think her and Little Kim have a song together, but essentially, you know, you're asking for accolades and having Cardi be excited and happy that she's on a record with you. Apparently, she's not happy about it because you might have been some type of person towards her or acted some sort of way prior to that or something. But why does why does why is that the the standard rule? Like I don't recall all MCs going on the radio saying thank you so much to A, B, and C. Not always. I don't know. Like yeah. why is that like the the one on one of how to be a rapper? Like that doesn't I don't mean know. that. I don't know. I think people always find it like you have to pay respect to everybody before you, and that's fine. But what if I don't really care for the person before me? Like it wasn't my interest. I'm not a I'm not a fan of uh, the personality that's translating out of Nicki Minaj recently. I don't know if this is just bad, a bad spin on things. So I now I have a negative taste in my mouth about her. But like she is coming across like as her personality is someone that I wouldn't like in real life. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like she it looks like she's kind of nasty. And it's like, I don't really like girls that are nasty. And when I mean nasty, I don't mean nasty, like hygiene nasty. I mean like nasty, like attitude. Yeah. So like, like I don't I'm know. better than you kind of attitude. Not I'm better than you, but like, yeah, there's this particular attitude. You were like, yeah. oh, okay. Like, yeah, like, a, like they say unnecessary mean things, you know, those kind of girls that it's like, they, they sometimes have a way of kind of downgrading anything you do by saying little words or comments you know like a nasty bitch you know what i mean it's like she kind of gives me that vibe now yeah it kind of translates really weird Mm -hmm. when you're watching her on video it's a really weird kind of and i'm but i'm happy nikki took a break off of social media because that was something she really truly needed to do because in the time of things running she was really really being that nasty person like you can feel it and everyone was yeah. like, I think she needs to break because everyone was feeling that same energy through it, which is why she took a break from it. Because, and I'll tell you, Motorsport, her her verse on Motorsport is dope as hell. Is the that best song is good. whole song. That whole, like, she, that song is really good. Yeah. The songs that she was putting out before that were terrible. Yeah. And did nothing. I mean, I, I like uh, Black China. Or I'm sorry, they get Black China. Chung Lee, sorry, shout out to Black China. Um, <laughs> no, no, these songs are, are seem a little bit more refreshed. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I don't like the fact that it's so obvious that this was like against a Cardi blow up. I don't like stuff like that. Like, I, I feel like let the artists have their week. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then let the other artists have their week. It's like, I don't think that this is necessary competition. Like, it's like... Nikki, your 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 tracks are probably gonna be popping anyway. Like, why do yes. you why do you have to do this? You're a better yeah. lyrical rapper than Cardi B. Cardi B is just more likable and approachable, and people care about her. And like, she's won over the American audience because people think that she's a Cinderella. So it's like, let her have that lane. You keep being being a beast. You feel me? Yeah. Like, why does it have to be? 
I don't know. After running yeah, my embarrassed, you, you just <laughs> you feel me? I I'll never wake forget waking up that Saturday with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ate her up alive. No, but it's true. Cardi is out here just being her natural self. It's really weird how just like open and unedited she is or yeah. trying not to be per se or is trying to be and how Nikki is out here being edited or be or trying to be very just like a whole different. I don't know. I don't know. But it's weird and it's like the 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 female power part of me inside of me is trying to say guys come on cut this shit out this is so stupid like don't let these people influence you for it to look like women don't know how to work together like let her do her thing you do your thing and y'all both get checks let it go but then there's another part of me that also feels like this is petty jealous shit like Nikki it's not your turn right now like relax yeah it's just not your turn. Just let people have their yeah. part. Like, that's it. You're doing fine with or without. Her Coachella outfit, I did not like, but that's another stuff. That's another story. <laughs> sometimes it's, sometimes it's, too, it's too much, you know? It's too, it's too much sometimes. It definitely is. I mean, the, hopefully she continues putting out some good music. Cardi's album, I have enjoyed. Yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely have my favorites on there. Nikki Chung Lee, I gave it two chances. And by the second run, I was into it. I haven't dried Barbie things over again. The beat is nice, but, you know, saying words like kingdom with my Tims on, like, it just bothers me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't do that that's, uh, that rhyme anymore. I can't do those bitches as my sons. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe you should team up with Safari again. Let him write a few things. Oh, Safari. Yeah. It was a good to- duo, you know, if they can it get was. past their shit. Because Safari can write. He just can't rap. Oh, my God. He cannot. <laughs> Please stop, Safari. I mean, not in the nicest way. But Safari popping out here because that videotape did some work for him. <laughs> if you have not seen He's that. He's popping for all the reasons that have nothing to do with him being a rapper. So no, no, no. Me, like, it's He's like, hilarious, though. Yeah. He's those. You know somebody like him. Like, that's like... That's why it's Especially great. in Lauderdale, Florida. Because <laughs> he reminds me of a lot of Jamaican guys in Lauderdale, That's what I'm Florida. saying. Like, he reminds you of someone. You're just like, let this fool be. Yeah. You're Jamaican out here just swinging his stuff all over. Just let him be. Right. So, Cardi, you might need a holla at Safari to write some words for you. For sure. I'm <laughs> in that Cardi. Oops. Crazy. Oh. I'm at Nikki. <laughs> wow. That's how the rumors really start. That's how shit pops off. It's Nikki. Nikki, girl. Fast Nikki. forward, the baby's not even offsets. It's like Safaris. Imagine. <laughs> oh. Dum, dum, That's dum. wild. That would be wild. <laughs> like, people are saying that um, Kylie's baby is probably Tiger's. Why? But I don't see that. I don't know. Oh. People just starting shit. But I see a little bit of, I see a lot of Kylie in the baby. Shout out so. to um, Mama Jenner managing Travis Scott now. And, uh, I heard that rumor Kanye wasn't West. true. No? I heard that, no. I went back and read it again and that one, I was like, because I had a freak out moment. Yeah. God, please don't let Kanye ever sign to that woman. I don't think like, Kanye's going to. I thought that was I don't think, the, I thought that was, the, I went back and, because Complex posted it and then Complex retook it back and I was like, thank you, Jesus. Because I almost had a heart attack if that was the case. Because we would never have the same Kanye again. 
We lost Kanye once. Yeah, we did lose Kanye. Can't lose Kanye again. Yeah. So, you know, one topic we didn't touch on, and maybe we'll dive on this a little bit later, the fabulous and Emily B. Oh, my God. Matter. Um, And I think we can have this topic conversation next week. I think we should definitely just have, like, an entire segment about that whole relationship. Because... The rela- wow. Not just the relationship, but also the dynamics of just an artist as the as an artist and an artist as a person yeah. in real life, um, and how we separate those two sometimes. Like you know, the Chris Brown and his situation, the R. Kelly, you know, like those wow. kind of things. Wow. Well, no, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get so, it. We'll save this conversation for another day and we can dive deep into there. Maybe yeah. we'll ask the crowd also on our Instagram. So if you have any questions or have any stories or anything you'd like to submit to us, make sure to email us at messymondayspod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at Messy Mondays Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Messy Mondays Pod. Follow me at Love Marley underscore. Follow show me at S H O M I underscore E N T. And uh, make sure to stay in contact with us if you have any topics or any stories you want to share. If you guys feel passionately about anything we've already said, we have no problem circling back to any of the past episodes. Um, also, shout out to everyone who's listening to us in all the states. Um, another shout out to one of our special fans, um, Amerlis. Uh, really appreciate your loyalty. Um, I know your sister told me you listen to every single episode, so that's pretty cool. Shout out to <laughs> New York City and Manhattan, Uptown, The Heights, Dykeman, Inwood, all that. So <laughs> we really appreciate I'll be in New support. York for a week for work, and I'm excited. Oh, when is that? In May. May. Here you go, guys. Now you're going to know Marley's in the building, guys. It'll be spring. It'll be amazing. And... I just can't wait to be in the city. <laughs> yes, of course. That's nice. Maybe we might be up there at the same time. That'll be yes. nice. Yes. Yes. Um, but yes, thank you so much. And if you guys are interested in ever being involved in another empowerment session, you can hit up me or Marley. We would love to participate in anything that's going on in Seattle or Miami. If you want us to be a part of your woman's empowerment process, planning events, or whatever the case may be, Messy Mondays will be more than happy to support. Um, just contact us because we do believe in the development of women and uh, us supporting one another. Thank you guys. Messy Mondays. Messy Mondays. Messy Mondays.